a Big Spark Studios original. All right, we're going. Yeah. We are live. Alrighty. Hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome back to Unhinged with Chris Clemens, the podcast that I am recording horizontally, and I haven't thought twice about it. Now, if you will never want to miss an episode again, be sure to subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts. And if you like video episodes, we upload those to youtube.com slash Chris so you can see me just horizontal in all my glory. It's really, this is like scary game changing because... I could really get comfy doing this. <laughs> um, but it is a Monday. It's the Monday after my birthday weekend. And I, dude, it's like crazy. Like the uh, emotional roller coaster the last four days have been. Like, and one, I like started off the weekend being so excited because uh, my best friends, Becky Taylor and Dory, um, Becky and Taylor are married and they have a house like an hour away or so. And so we went up there from Friday to today and it was just super fun. And I was just so excited. And now that I'm back home, I literally, I feel like I did like Molly and this is the come down. (laughs) It's just like miserable. I'm like, I have no friends here. I am a flop and a half in life. Like, I don't know. I'm having a lot of weird brain chemicals happening, which is like, when am I not? Oh, right. Whenever I'm not filming this fucking podcast, everyone's always like, Chris is so depressing. And I'm like, yeah, no, the real word, the real phrase is Chris is so depressed. Um, So we're just working through a lot of, uh, a lot of life quandaries, if you will. But Sam is back, which is exciting. Welcome back, Sam. I'm back. How you feeling? I'm feel I'm feeling better. I'm still like it, I just it was a bad flu. Damn, that's crazy. It wasn't COVID. No, it wasn't COVID, but it felt like it. Really? Yeah. Damn. Well, glad to have you back. PSA to get a flu shot, I guess. Yes, get a flu shot. Get boosted. Every time I get the flu shot, I get like the flu. Like everyone's always like, "Yeah, that's because there's a little bit of flu." No, I know. But, like, every time I would get the flu shot, I would be, like, down for, like, 11 days. And I would just be, like, sweating profusely. I would be miserable. So now I don't get the flu shot, which – is that tech- – am I an anti-vax? No, I think you're just uh, – your body is sensitive to vaccines. Well, no, because, like, the COVID vaccine, it's like, oh, my God, I got the COVID vaccine. I think I then went to my birthday, like, last year. Or maybe that was a booster. Oh, my birthday party last year was so fun. Justin, Sam, you guys were there. I just unlocked, or I unlocked, I unpacked the potato lamp you gave me. <gasps> Yay, the potato. That fat little potato that sits there and you tap it and it turns on. <laughs> Genuinely obsessed. Um, I'm trying to think if there's any... This birthday was really chill, which has been a nice change of pace compared to what I normally do, because, I mean, obviously, pandemic birthdays were pretty fucking chill. But um, this one, I definitely felt 29. Like, on Friday, we... I don't even remember what we did. Oh, we just, like, got dinner and then 
went to Target and bought like Twister and like a bowling set and like ski ball. And we just got like hammered. <laughs> Dude, Twister is fucked up. I like cannot believe that that's a game legally sitting on shelves. That shit was like a torture method. <laughs> like I, as a grown adult was like struggling, which I guess, yeah, I probably should read the room because it's not a game for adults, but Oh my God, that shit is so fucking hard. And I am not stretched at all. Like I am, my body is just as tight as I am wound. Like it is fucked up. Um, and then we rang in my birthday at midnight and then it was Saturday and we went to like a barbecue brewery kind of place and my mom came up, which was fun. And then we, I mean, like I was like shit faced literally all fucking day, I feel. Um, but then we played like cornhole in their yard and then went to dinner and I was so drunk by dinner that I like, excuse me. I was like, I have to go to the bathroom. And then I like vomited my face <laughs> off. I was like, holy shit. I am fucked up at dinner. Um, and then <laughs> I got back and I, they were, my friends were like, where were you? And I was like, Oh, the bathroom. There was a line in the men's room. Like, what is that? And then like five minutes later, I was like, guys, I have a confession. <laughs> I threw up and they're like, yeah, we know. <laughs> There's no line in the men's room ever, Chris. And I was like, shit. Um, and then, Oh my God, the Uber ride home, the van smelled like cigarettes and uh, when I am, like, at a certain point of drunk, cigarettes make me feel so ill. Like, so ill. And so we were, like, going through all these windy back roads in a fucking minivan that reeks like a cigarette factory. And it was... I was like, oh, my God, here comes round two, bitch. Here comes round two. And then um, we got home, and oh my god, have you guys played the game Scategories? Yeah. Oh my god, it is so fucking fun. There's an app for the Apple TV, and it generates 12 like different prompts, and then when you hit go, it gives you 60 seconds, and it gives you a letter, and you've got to find an answer for each of the prompts that starts with the letter, at, but you don't want it to be a generic answer because if somebody else answers the same thing, nobody gets the point. I don't know. I know I just explained the rules of fucking categories. Did you win? Um, yeah, I'm like oddly good at this game, mostly because like, I'm just a bullshitter. Like if I learned anything from school, it's that like, Oh, okay. Yeah. I know how to get out of pr any predicament sort of on top. Um, so yeah, categories is definitely my jam. I, well, and that's also like kind of what's not, this is what's triggering my depression today, but just like, oh my God, I wish I had more friends in Delaware. Like, it's weird though, because I don't want to make new friends. I feel satisfied with the relationships and friendships I have in my life. It's just a matter of like, physical like in the flesh hanging out it's like yeah i have becky taylor and dory but like taylor and becky are 
like it, the drive is just far enough where it's like inconvenient, like severely inconvenient. And they have real jobs and Dory has a real job. And like, I don't know, like my life in LA was just so different because everybody, all of my friends there. No one has a real job. <laughs> yeah. No one has like a real job. So it's like, you want to go get lunch? You want to go run errands with me? Do you want to like, and it was just, I just feel like I always had a buddy and I always had someone to be like social with. And now that I'm like in Delaware, I feel like the only socialness I had today was my house cleaner coming. And then me having a fake argument with my neighbor because we're having a property line dispute, which is like what I need, like a third fucking leg. Which is, like, that was, like, the worst sentence I've ever fucking said of, like, the only socialization I had today was my housekeeper and a property line debate in my head. Like, ugh, I hear it. But, like, <laughs> it's just it's just hard because, like, I don't, I don't know, like, what part of this, like, sadness I feel. I don't know what part of it is, like just the settling in period of like getting used to having like the calmest life I've ever had in the last decade. Uh, Or is it like just a matter of getting used to not living with a roommate? And like, I, I just don't, I don't know. I just feel so confused with life. It might be all of the above. And I think you're ready for a house party. Maybe bring people to you. I don't think I've ever been ready for a house party. <laughs> I don't think a room has ever been less red. I think we're ready for a house party, right, <laughs> Sam? Right, Justin? I think we're ready for the house party. I'm like, bitch, what are you talking about? I don't want a house party. Like, <laughs> Chris just goes to the bathroom and doesn't come out. <laughs> I know. I just sit in my bedroom and cry. I'm like, help, mom. There's people in my house. No, I don't know. It's just, It's just like a really weird adjustment and... It's just like hard not to feel like I didn't shoot myself in the foot by leaving LA. But it's just tough because like I genuinely felt so exhausted by and consumed by living in Los Angeles that I just, I didn't enjoy it. But like, obviously I did, but like, it just wasn't for me. And now I'm sort of like, oh my God, did I make a mistake? Like, it's just tough because I love my house and I love being closer to family and my East coast friends in New York. But then there's definitely a part of me where I'm like, Holy shit, should I have done this? Like it's always so much fucking easier to stay where you're comfortable rather than like change up your life in a big or small way. But I just don't know like what the fuck I'm doing at all. Like at all. And I'm like, Oh my God, what? Dude, life is so confusing. And I'm really trying not to be complaining, like complainy, because my life is wonderful. And like when I look at it, yeah, it's a wonderful life. But it's like, babes, then depression enters the chat and you're like, holy shit. Oh, shit. So, yeah, I'm just feeling. I, f- I say this every fucking podcast episode. I'm just feeling lost, but like. Oh my god, adulthood is fucked up. Like, what? I, I think that's but why. Like coming off the, Go for it, Sam. No, I, I was going to say, I feel like coming off the 
birthday weekend is like a real weird come down, or at least I've experienced that in. Yeah. And like birthdays are just weird in general. Like I just feel like as you get older, like I'm someone who wants to live life to the fullest and have like every life experience and wants to just, I think everything should be celebrated. So like, it's tough when you still want to live like this magical life, but then like as adults, birthdays just don't mean the same as they used to. And it's not like any of my friends were like boring or my birthday sucked. It's just, it's like new year's where you, the expectation is always like so high. And then the actual like event is so like, mediocre compared dude i don't know life is so fucking confusing (laughs) but even when but even when it is amazing because i feel like you had a really fun birthday i feel like it's just like all of the like energy of it all and then like the come down of like now you're that and also like nestling into because i'm 29 too so we're the same age but it's like slay nestling into like a slower existence like what for real, yeah, but it's all, like, like just exactly what you said. S- like all your all your friends, <laughs> what the, for the, all your friends have jobs. <laughs> no, no, wait, wait, hold on a second. Hold on a second. First of all, when I get to twenty nine, you guys have to tell me what it's like. But for somebody who appears over twenty nine years old, I have to tell you that life is pretty darn good. And I think part of it is is the approach and understanding the frenetic. Like you were in a frenetic environment in Los Angeles. I don't know what that means. I'm, I'm very much an environment that's moving so fast that you don't have time to really think about if you're depressed all the time and things like that. Like you have. Oh no! I found the time. I found the time. <laughs> but but you're busy. But you're busy, and then you move on to the next thing. And I think part of it is is that you found a situation that you really love. You love the people you're around. You're by people you 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 who are dear to you. Your family, friends on both coasts. And I think part of it is you're spending time with yourself and you find things that make you happy. And I think that's how you actually stay. I am? No, I'm saying that's how you're going to oh. – What just like, bitch, where? Just as talking about in terms of the slowing down, I don't know that you have to slow down. I think part of it is you just find things that actually bring you pleasure and things that you actually enjoy and you and – you, you're going to find those moments and those people and those places that are more meaningful to you. And then some of that other stuff that might be bringing you down will actually start to fall away, almost like just a wall that's disintegrating. I think you're going to, I think you're actually going to find some charm in some time, some, some isolation, some time to have some introspection. You have a lot of introspection going on right now, you know, I have too much. Inst- yeah, I think that's the fucking problem. Is that's that why you need a house party. Life isn't life isn't <laughs> fast. Life isn't busy. It's literally like my mom was like, oh, "Chris, life is short, bitch." Where, like, literally, bitch, where today was like three lifetimes. Like, there's just nothing to do but to be like in my head and like. You're a hyper creative person though. And you have, if you start channeling some of that energy into projects that you want to get done. So you, there, you know, you have a mind that doesn't stop, which is pretty cool. And sometimes that can be dangerous because the mind sometimes can spin. So I, I don't know. I, I think, I think you're finding things that make you happy and things that you don't. 
And, you know, I, I do. It's nice to have shared experiences though. It's like, that's what I'm saying. Like when you're in your twenties and like the throes of your twenties, you're partying like every night, you're like doing crazy. You're having adventures every day. And then it's like, as you start to, you know, enter your late twenties, early thirties, like all of your friends get jobs, they get married, they move away. Like it's all these isolating things that I think is being reflected in just where you are, like geographically, like in Mm. just by yourself. But it's like, you know, I'm experiencing sort of like a similar thing where just like people are starting to move, like people are starting to start their lives. Like, yeah, like grow up and every night isn't a party. Yeah. Yeah, like I had like the the best day I've had in a while. Last week I had a board game night. <laughs> Whereas like I would have never known. They are they are the best. They are the best. But it wasn't like you know I was out until four a.m. and I saw this fucking band and like we got completely fucked up and like I don't know. Yeah, but do you miss that? I, <laughs> I feel like I still yeah. I don't know. It's like in moderation because I feel like we still have nights like that. Yeah, like I love nights like that, but I can't do that all the time. And also, Sam is one of like the rare friends that I have that still keep the torch like lit. God bless, <laughs> Sam. You're just an epic human being all around. We, we can do a lot. <laughs> and you see what happened? She was sick for two weeks. <laughs> and now, and now you have a bigger smile on your face, Justin. That, that wasn't from party. <laughs> sir no but i mean yeah it's like growing up is just like a weird thing and then there's definitely times where i'm like holy shit i'm just like doing this really all alone like so many of my friends are married or are in relationships and i'm just like still fucking single which is like fine but there's some days that i just like wish i had even just like my person to do things with or like to have that Cause it's like, even when Taylor's by himself, he still has Becky and like at the end of the day. And so like, I just, yeah, I think I'm just extremely lonely, but then I don't want to go out of my way to make new friends or anything because I just don't want new friends. I want my friends here or like closer or Dude, I don't know. And I guess I'm looking at this glass three quarters full, not even half. Like you have friends who you've identified on both coasts who you really like and love. And people are going to come and go in your life and you're going to naturally add more friends even without trying. I think part of what you're saying is you don't want to try to make friends, but naturally you're going to make friends. So uh, I think maybe come to the West Coast hang out on the West coast for a little bit. Maybe we do a couple well, of podcasts. No, and, that's, and like, and I think I need to, and I think that's part of the problem is that it's right now. I'm just in such a flux where I just moved into my house. I'm still waiting for a few things to get done. I'm still moving some shit out of my mom's house. I don't know where most of my shit is like, everything's just kind of a clusterfuck, and it's, a very privileged clusterfuck, but it's a clusterfuck nonetheless. And it's just hard for me to feel like I can go across the country for like a week and a half with my Nana in the hospital and my mom tending to her booger needing to find care. Like 
just like, I don't, I literally don't know. Like, I know that I'm standing in my own way for so much of this, but like, I just don't know how to get the fuck out of the way. Dude, I cannot wait to be out of my 20s. Like, the your 20s are fucked up brutal. Like, you can have, like, the best time and then just, like, feel lifeless. I mean, I guess you, that can happen at any time, but everybody's just been telling me, like, you're almost out of the 20s, and I'm like, uh-huh, and does this actually go the fuck away? Because I don't think it will, but we'll take that theory and run with it. I don't know. I feel like I'm just one whiny bitch all the fucking time. But it's just like my reality. Like I'm not like, I don't enjoy being like this. I don't enjoy going through and feeling what I feel, but like (sighs) life just feels so confusing. I think about, you know, sometimes I think about the larger picture, especially in terms of with you and your career and things like that. And I think of places where you're going to go and things that you're going to do and the, the joy and experience that you're going to have. And it's, sometimes it's hard to see that when you when it's not in front of you. But part of that understanding of, you know, you have a meeting and maybe that project hasn't happened yet, but you enter that meeting with excitement because maybe it does happen. And then you're enjoying the next meeting and the next meeting, and then the project happens. And instead of waiting till the project happens and all the happiness at the end, you're actually enjoying the process of that project. And if it doesn't work out, hey, that's cool. At least you had a fun time trying. I think part of that, like maybe sometimes a different mindset to stuff, certainly helps because... Well, yeah, no, for sure. I definitely am a negative bitch with almost everything I do because I'm... (laughs) literally so wildly depressed but like it's not i just like it's not a switch that i'm like "Mm, let me think about this differently today like yeah i obviously try doing that but like when all you see are like dark storm clouds and you're like i want the sun i want the sun i want the sun i mean the sun's not gonna fucking appear like sometimes it's okay to get rained on though. I think sometimes getting wet is good, you know, rain on me. Yeah, no getting wet is great. I did that just before this podcast <laughs> and look how happy I am. <laughs> that is not what I meant. That is- <laughs> when is Andrew coming? When is Andrew yeah, coming? We're going to put video? Andrew in a plane. What? I said, when is Andrew coming to visit you? Cause I feel like it would, uh- like your day to day life changing so much, you probably miss having a roommate and just the I don't know. Let's just send Andrew it's like to weird that. though because like I like I was literally just talking to my mom about this, and it's not that I don't miss having a roommate. Like I loved having Andrew as a roommate, and like all the, I'm definitely at a point where I want to live alone. I just feel like I live alone on the middle of an island that only I am on. Yeah, and it's like. It's just a lot. Like it's this transition's just been so much more like intense than I ever like imagined. Like the highs are so high and the lows, bitch. I mean, this is a low that I haven't felt in a minute of just and it sucks because this should be an exciting time and my life is so wonderful. Like when you like look at it, it's like 
I just feel so ungrateful complaining, but like, that's just how depression fucking works is that like my outlook on life is so skewed right now and it's just so hard to get back on track feeling super shitty and having such low self-esteem and confidence and honestly like drive and motivation. Like I just feel like, what am I even doing? It's interesting. I hear you off the podcast saying thank you to people all the time and being grateful about stuff all the time. So I think sometimes when you're on the podcast, you don't know that you actually do that, you know? So, so, you know, you talked about not feeling grateful for stuff. I think you, you, you are actually, you say thank you to a lot of people. So, well, yeah, I was told to when I was like three. (laughs) No, I, but like, that's the thing is I know I'm grateful. I just hate sounding like I'm not like, like, I think sometimes people like hear this and they're like, God, Chris just complains about his wonderful life. And I'm not complaining about my life. Like, I mean, yeah, I guess I am, (laughs) but like I'm complaining about like the mental aspects of all of this. Yeah. That it's like the way that your brain perceives things are your reality. Like that creates the reality you live in. And it's like, my brain is like severely fucking ill right now. And like, it just skews the way I look at everything. And I hate that it sounds like I I'm not aware of all the blessings and things that I have. It's just life feels so intense right now. And it, yeah, it just feels like that period of time between like leaving college and like establishing yourself in like the workforce and like as an adult on your own. And then everyone around you being solidified in their life and growing in their own life. Like I met that weird in between of like, where do I even fit in anymore? Like what, what's my place in the world as I see everybody else find theirs? I just, I don't know. It freaks me out. Have you ever thought maybe sometimes you're thinking that they found out what they really want and they're solidified when they're still figuring stuff out too? I think there are a lot of people. I mean, yeah, everyone's always figuring things out. I said it in my birthday episode last time. It's like, no one knows what the fuck they're doing. But like when I see my friends who are married and they're talking about how they want to have kids next year, it's like, what the, like, what the fuck? Like we, you guys can't have kids. Like we're not going to be able (laughs) to have like parties and like, it's just, yeah, it's just a weird time. It's like, and I'm doing the same. I moved out of Los Angeles and away from everybody and people probably don't even understand why the fuck I even did that. And people are probably like, well, I told you, you shouldn't have done that. But like now is just sort of like, was this the right choice? What am I doing? Who am I? What do I want to do? What matters to me? Like, I just feel like it opened Pandora's box of like questioning everything. And like the last thing I need to be doing is questioning and overthinking things. Wow. Where the fuck is my vape pen? (laughs) (sighs) I mean, I think you made a positive choice for yourself. I think that like owning property in Delaware was like ultimately like the end goal, an end goal of yours. Right. 
Yeah. And I realized that it's only been, let's see, July to August. No, June. When did I leave? June to July, July to August, August to September, September to August. It's only been like five months. And like that in the scheme of life is so short. Like, and so I keep trying to remind myself of that, of like, you have time to settle. Like, I'm just, I want it. I want it figured out now. (laughs) It's even shorter because you haven't been in your house for that long either. Like the yeah, I've only been in my house for like a month, and so it's just it's all just such a mind fuck. That's the fuck of it all. Well, happy birthday! (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, (laughs) I mean, Jesus Christ! I'm. Anyways, back to back to reminding you that you are 29 now. <laughs> Jesus Christ. You have a cool birthday to look forward to, though. Yeah. I mean, thank God I have something, too. It's a, it's a new decade. That's pretty cool. It is so cool. That's just what I needed to hear as I'm questioning literally everything. It's a new decade. <laughs> right? It's a new dawn. Alrighty, now before we carry on with the rest of the episode, I want to thank one of our sponsors, which is Fenty Skin. Now, the Fenty Skin Starters are your daily three-step pore-busting regimen to help you get smoother, brighter, and tighter-looking skin. Now, in step one, you're going to get clear, which means unclogging your pores and removing dirt, oil, and makeup without stripping your skin, and that is with the Purifying Total Cleanser. Step two is the Deep Treat, baby. Power down on pores, dark spots, and shine with Fat Water Toner Serum. And finally, step three is Lock and Shield. Lock in hydration, reduce the look of pores, target discoloration and prep the skin for makeup with their lightweight hydrovisor invisible spf 30 moisturizer and with all of that what do you get the results which are pores that play small tone that gets even skin that serves bounce and makeup that looks better so be sure to go get the fenty skin starters now at fentyskin.com and best of all fenty skin is giving our listeners an exclusive promo code to try out all the starters head to fentyskin.com and use code unhinged 20 for 20 percent off a starters bundle og or fragrance free and thank you to fenty skin for supporting the podcast again I'd like to thank another sponsor of today's episode, which is Helix Sleep. Now, if you guys don't know, Helix is a premium mattress in a box company that takes all of your unique needs for a mattress and it ships it right to your door. The Helix lineup includes 14 unique mattresses, including a collection of luxury models, a mattress for big and tall sleepers, and even a mattress made just for kids. To find which mattress is best for you, you can take the Helix Sleep Quiz and find your perfect mattress in under two minutes. And then once again, the personalized mattress gets shipped right to your door. I swear I don't get as good of sleep as I do when I'm on a Helix mattress, and I can notice that. I filled out the quiz, and I said I'm a side sleeper. I like a medium firmness. I want a queen or a king bed, depending on the bedroom. And my results from the Helix sleep quiz match me up with the Helix Midnight Lux, and it is everything. Now, Helix knows there's no better way to test out a new mattress than by sleeping on it in your own home, which is why they offer a 100-night risk-free trial to try out your new Helix mattress. And if you decide that it's not the best fit, you're welcome to return it for a full refund. And on top of that, Helix mattresses come with a 10 or 15 year warranty, depending on the model. So with all of that said, Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners when you go to helixsleep.com unhinged. Again, that is helixsleep.com unhinged with Helix. Better sleep starts now. Thanks so much, Helix. Finally, I'd like to thank yet another sponsor of today's episode, which is Dadgrass. 
There is no need to stress over the holidays this year. Give the gift of dad grass this holiday season. Now available for everyone in the family, dad, mom, dogs, for tokers, droppers, and poppers alike. You and your loved ones can chill out without getting them stoned to the bone. Now, if you don't know, dad grass is legal, organic, smokable hemp that relaxes your body and mellows your mind. Their 100% organic pre-rolled joints and flour are very low in THC and high in CBD, so you can enjoy the effects of CBD while keeping a clear head. Obviously, I love THC, but there are times such as, I don't know, the middle of the workday where I need to maintain like a clear head, but... I need to have some of the overthinking and stress that comes along with work subside a little, and Daggrass is perfect. Daggrass offers a variety of products, so you can toke or dose just the way you like from their CBD tincture drops to their newly launched CBD gummies and flavors like Classic Blackberry Ginger, Good Time Hibiscus Lime, and Nighttime Midnight Berry. You can chill out without getting stoned. And Daggrass didn't forget about your furry friends like my booger sitting right next to me because they also just released CBD dog bones so that everyone in the house can enjoy some CBD. Now, of course, all Daggrass products are federally legal for ages 18 and over, and it ships right to your door anywhere in the U.S. And right now, Daggrass is offering our listeners 20% off your first order when you go to dadgrass.com slash unhinged. That is D-A-D-G-R-A-S-S dot com slash unhinged for 20% off your first order. And in case you missed it, that's dadgrass.com slash unhinged. Thank you so much. And let's get back to the episode. Um, well, I think we should take some voicemails to lighten the mood a little. Yes, I have a birthday voicemail I want to play. Ooh, you guys, before we get into the voicemails, you can call into 310-844-6459 and you can ask for some advice, my opinion on things. If you need stupid ass debates in your life settled, you can call in and we will settle them in Chris's court, baby. So let's hear the first voicemail. If this is going to be sentimental, I really... Ugh. Oh, hold on. Actually, one second. I have to make it go live. It's always the sentimental ones when I'm like the biggest bitch. <laughs> hey, Chris, this is for your birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, this bitch Happy got some pipe. Happy birthday <laughs> to you. Oh. Happy birthday to Happy birthday, Chris. You're 29 years young. Oh my God, that was so cute. I will say you can deaf tell that that bitch sings in her church choir because damn. <laughs> it sounded like a barbershop quartet. That was good. It was so that good. That was so good. I'm like, I'm like, okay, so that's what it must sound like, like to hear the song Happy Birthday with people who know how to sing. Every time I sing it, I'm like, a tone deaf donkey. I'm like, happy birthday <laughs> to you. And it's just like, oh my God. That was like beautiful. I can't believe that like the people in your life get to just have that. Record deal. But thank you. And thank you to everybody who wished me a happy birthday. That was very sweet and appreciated. I love y'all. I just am mentally ill right now. Hi, Chris. My name is Isabel. Hi, um, Isabel. I live in Iowa City. And Come on, I Iowa live City. With um, three other roommates in an apartment. And um, 
I called in once before about this, but I never heard it on the podcast, and I really, really Ooh. need your opinion. Um, so um, I live in an apartment with three roommates, and I share a bathroom with one of my roommates, and Uh-oh. it came out one day that um, I pee in the shower, and she doesn't, um, and she thinks it's gross that I do because she's, like, stepping in my pee. No, she's not. But it's like... First of all, if you say you don't pee in the shower, you, like, are lying. And second of all, um, you're not stepping in my pee. Like, it washes away. Like, it's not like I'm, like, turning the shower off, pissing in the shower. <laughs> and then, like, leaving it there. No, that would be crazy for on. sure. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so, no, I do. Yeah, some of my roommates think it's gross, but I think it's completely normal and actually healthy um, to do. So let me know your opinion. Um, I love your podcast. And yeah, bye. Thank you so much for the question. This is an easy one. I mean, grow up and pee in the fucking shower. I don't understand. Like, okay, so you're telling me, and this is to people who think peeing in the shower is disgusting. You're telling me you're in the shower. You're soaking wet. You get out of the shower and sit your wet ass on a toilet. That's psychotic. Pee in the shower. It's like consistent rain. It's going right down the drain. I like just literally don't get that. Like, I'm not saying take a shit in the shower because that's entirely different. But like, what? Yeah, I think peeing in the shower is fine. I don't, I wouldn't go as far as to say it's healthy. I don't know if there's enough science backing that one up. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's healthy in terms of like, yeah, you're not going to slip and die getting out of the shower to pee, but I don't know if it's healthier, but it just makes more sense. Like, do you guys pee in the shower? You don't have to answer, I guess. Yes. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I actually think it might be healthier. Sam's like, no. (laughs) I pee in Sam's shower. (laughs) No, he doesn't. I think it actually might be healthier. You could also pee before you get into the shower. That's a, another option. Yeah, but I think it is. Okay, Sam, get a job. I think it is. But <laughs> I actually think it is healthier because if your body's telling oh. if your body's telling you to pee and you hold it, that's you know, like if you have gonna, to go, you're gonna blow. <laughs> if you got to get- all right. So next time I'm in a long car ride and I just have to pee, I'm just gonna go because it's healthy. Jake, Jake said. I'm gonna flood my driver's seat. I was, plus, it's warm. Like, there's all sorts of things going on in the shower. You know what I mean? Well, if you take warm showers, it's warm. <laughs> Otherwise, it's not. This episode is so fucking stupid. <laughs> Do I you just... take cold showers? <laughs> no, ew. Oh. <laughs> That's good for your circulation. No, but Jake's like, it's warm. And I'm like, well, not if you don't take a hot shower. <laughs> this is making me have to pee right now. But generally the body, when things are warm, that's why people put their hand in warm water, right? And they get people to pee while they're sleeping, all that stuff, right? What? Shower should be like pee temperature. <laughs> yes. Ideally. Oh my god! I, I feel like pee. I feel like pee is, the, pee, is, pee is the sweet spot temperature-wise. I, I think if it helps your mental health, go for it in the shower. I'm just saying. There you go, Sam. Would you be disgusted if you found out that your roommate was peeing in the shower that you used? As someone who doesn't pee in the shower, kind of. Well, I I, I used to live with 
how many people live and I lived in that sun in San Francisco? There was like, like five, five people, people yeah. and we only had one bathroom. And I feel like I did find out I that, peed in that different shower. people peed in it. Wait, and five like, people, one bathroom? One bathroom. Oh. There's two bathrooms. And count the this shower. was a long time ago yeah, in San Francisco, <laughs> like in college. And um, and it did gross me out there going into like, I feel like you had to wear shoes in that shower. Like, yeah. it. I mean, I would feel that just the fact that five people would be using it, like just the feet contact alone, yeah, would make me wear shoes, but the pee wouldn't bother me. Because it, it washes it, down. It's not like you're just pissing in a dry tub. I feel like it's like the thought of it. Because, yeah, technically, I don't think it's that gross, right? It's going to wash away. Like, it's probably not that disgusting. But it's it's more just the thought of, like, ew, everyone's peeing. And isn't urine, like, sanitary? Yeah, it's, steril- it's sterilizing. So it's sterilizing. Yeah. So the feet, you're right about the feet. The feet, you can get, like, fungus. You can get athlete's foot, all sorts of stuff. But the pee. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, the pee is going to sterilize stuff. I like that we're giving all this advice. Like, no. <laughs> I'm not a doctor. Also, like, in ancient Rome or Greece, they would wash their clothes in piss because it was sterile. <laughs> Did you learn that on categories? No, bitch. <laughs> I didn't learn it playing categories. I learned it in a year of my seven-year stint in Latin class. Oops, there's porn <laughs> up on my phone. Hold on. Um, washing what you watching? clothes. Yeah, what porn does Chris yeah, well- in washing clothes in P ancient Rome or like Pompeii? I feel like. In fact, in ancient Rome, vessels for collecting urine were commonplace on street streets. Passersby would relieve themselves into, and when the vats were full, their contents were taken to a laundry, diluted with water, and poured over dirty clothes. Period. That's from SmithsonianMag.com. Nice. Did you wash your your phone case and pee? Yeah, I actually took a fucking... I washed my whole house in piss. I just... I said, rain on me, tsunami, and Lady Gaga came and pissed everywhere. That's how it happened. <laughs> Facts. Anyways, I think hey, it's fine to pee Chris, in the shower. Hey, Jake, Sam, Justin, I have a Chris's court for you. Hit us. So, let's say you buy a bag of assorted Halloween candy. Okay. And you like to search through okay. and find the Reese's. And eat all the Reese's first, and so on and so on. So my boyfriend absolutely hates this. He thinks that you should reach into the bag and get whatever you get and like it. And same goes for cookie dough ice cream. Don't <laughs> mind for the cookie dough. You have to just get what is get this what you North get Korea? <laughs> is he right or is he crazy? I think he's crazy, but I'd like to hear what all y'all think. Thanks. Have a good rest of your day, guys. Appreciate y'all. Thanks. Great Appreci- content. Oh, is it? Find me on Twitter. Oh. Lil Lady Anderson. <laughs> Appreciate y'all. I deleted the Twitter, so thank you. But, um, no, your boyfriend is absolutely in the wrong, and dare I say, like, is cramping your happiness. Like, it's a bag of fucking Halloween candy. If you're not digging for what you want, what? are you doing? You're telling me your boyfriend just sits there. He's like, la da 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 da. Okay. Almond joy. What? If I saw an almond joy, I'd be like, oh, bye back into the bag, bitch. I mean, I, I have, if, if you're trick or treating 
And as somebody who literally just went trick-or-treating with my kid, if you're trick-or-treating and there's a bag, you get what you get because there are a whole bunch of people waiting for candy. But if you're in your own house, that's ridiculous. You should get what you want. I think even if you're trick-or-treating and you know that there's Reese's in the bowl, you say, can I get the Reese's, please? Oh, no, you can grab the Reese's. But if you're just like digging and trying to find it and dig through the thing, that's different. Like if you see it. I don't think that that's different. That's somebody who knows what they want and they're doing what they can to get it. <laughs> you haven't been trick-or-treating and seeing the lines, Chris. I'm just saying. The lines. What? The lines and trick-or-treat. The lines outside people's doors? Yes. I don't think that that's real. <laughs> You're telling me that there's like a traffic jam at somebody's front yard? Where, I'm telling you where we went. It was a nuts. And there were like kids like trying to get on there. and They didn't get what they wanted. And they were like throwing hissy fits because they didn't have stuff in the bottom of the barrel. Yeah. It's like Black I don't Friday. I'm, I'm, just saying, I'm, just, I'm just saying if you walk up to a bowl, if you walk up to a bowl – you scan it. You're like, hey, that's the one for me. That's cool. But you don't need to dive in there. I'm just saying when you're trick-or-treating. At, well, at your I don't think this – I don't think he was trick-or-treating. I think he's in the comfort of his own living room. Yeah, and you cover your home. Of course you should get the one you want. Yeah, sure. I say fuck your boyfriend. <laughs> Sounds like the boyfriend had like mean parents. Yeah, like definitely has like a religious upbringing. I thought you were going to tell him to break up with him. I mean, like, I didn't want to say that, but like... Maybe, right? Yeah, like, Kit Kat, break me off a piece of that relationship and go solo. That would have been better if he was picking out Kit Kats, but they were Reese's, so that just landed flat. So thank you so much for listening. <sighs> How many calls do we have left? Got another one. Oh my God, Bro. hi. Please freaking help me with this. All right. It's been bothering me for about five, maybe six years or so, honestly. Okay. And my problem is the word swag. Okay. I think it's swag, but about six years ago, I got a job. My boss was like, oh, you got to go down to the fair. There's going to be all this swag. Now, here's the thing. She had a list. So I didn't know if she meant swag, and as in swag, the actual word, or swag. Like, what the fuck is that? But as it goes on, time and time goes on, month, you know, after month, everyone else keeps saying swag, 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 swag. What the fuck, bro? Can you please help me out? Is there a word that I'm supposed to use and it's called swag? I don't get it. Please help me. Thank you. Oh. Chris, I freaking got a dog, and I was inspired by you and Booger because you're freaking adorable. Uh -huh. And now I'm in love with my dog, and thank you so much uh -huh. for for the inspiration. Love you. Oh Bye, Chris. Bye. Thank you. That was so cute and such a roller coaster. Um, I mean, I don't under is what was the question? Is swag a word? How do you say how do you say the word? Yeah. Swag. It's S W A G, not S H W A G. Like, if someone has a speech impediment, then like, there's no. obviously what I've. So I've heard. I've had the same dilemma as him. That's why I wanted to play. Wait, what? <laughs> because what do you mean you've had the same fucking dilemma? Do you know him? No, no. But when I 
worked like in radio stations forever ago, maybe like 10 years ago, people would also say swag for like the free stuff like that we were that we would be giving away. They would call it swag. And then it was like as time that's went on. That's not a word. But that's how they that's I feel like swag and swag are different words maybe. And that we also need to have a linguist come on the podcast. But I've heard of like merch and stuff being swag. Like, oh, I got this swag from my radio station. But like swag sounds like someone who's like swaggy. Like I also feel it like it was like what you would call to- bad weed. Do you remember that in high school? I feel like I've heard the word. No, I was against. I was against weed in high school. I thought it was like if you were smoked weed, you were a bad person. And I mean, I wasn't wrong based off of the. Uh... So I have an answer, guys. Oh dear. Yes, according to Miriam Webster, the freebie swag, sometimes also spelled S C H W A G, dates back to the 1960s. And was described to use promotion for promotional items. So it's it's it is spelled the other way, but the pronunciation is swag. So Chris, you were absolutely wait. So there is a word that it looks like it's pronounced swag. That's the problem. I think it's spelled. There are two different. The, the main, the common spelling is s w a g, but sometimes it's spelled the other way. But the pronunciation is s w a g. It's like a colloquialism. Yeah. Whatever that is. <laughs> a what? A colloquialism? Colonic. <laughs> I know. I was like, wait, is that like a fad that's going on in LA right now? What is that? Um, yeah, I would just, I'm going to rule that it's swag. I don't know what swag is. Like, I've never, I've literally, until November 7th, 2022, I've never heard the word swag. Unless it's like someone trying to be like funny, like or that swaggy. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Sounds like something like a pirate would say. Well, I feel like they're different words. I feel like swag is is like I thought it came from like swagger. Like they've got swag. Like there's different. I think they're different words. Anyways, I'm I'm not Chris. It's not my court. <laughs> 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 I mean, to be fucking fair, I don't even know if it's my court. <laughs> I'm like, I don't even know where I am anymore. The judge has made judgment as swag. Wow. I think we all need to lose the First Amendment, right? <laughs> Except Justin. He's been like, really? For like, you've just been quiet. <laughs> Is everything okay, Justin? Yeah. Okay. I, I stay out unless I have something of note to <clears throat> contribute. Swag. <laughs> Swag. <laughs> Help. <laughs> Alrighty, and after that groundbreaking ruling, I think we're going to have to just call it a day here. We've really, really run this tank just fucking dry. So thank you so much to everybody who called in to 310 who has subscribed to Unhinged with Chris Clemens and or watches it on youtube.com slash Chris. Again, make sure you subscribe to Unhinged with Chris Clemens wherever you get your podcasts and rate and review as we put out episodes every Thursday. Well, almost every Thursday, I'm jiggling my dog's leg. If you're watching, it looks fucking weird, but (laughs) it's just kind of fun. Oh my God, when this comes out, she'll be in surgery. That's so scary. Good luck, booger. 
Oh my god, I can't even think about it. Thank you so much, everybody. I'm gonna hopefully be in a better mood next time, but I guess we'll find out. So subscribe, and Justin, Sam, and Jake, thank you as always for not only being here, but putting up with me. Never goes unnoticed. We love you, birthday boy. Love you too.